As a warning, adult content might be in this show. A lot of this is freeform. Swearing happens. And if that offends you, or you have little ones around, or I don't know, whatever it may be, don't play this in that atmosphere. Other than that, fucking enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 53 of Eric Frankhouse Presents. It is the holiday season and I'm doing something different this year. Today I'm doing the best of 2020. And this is the list that is the best for me. The things that I found this year that made my gaming experience during these troubling times better than they should be. So in this episode, I'm going to give my top three in no particular order for the following categories. And I hope that they give you something to spend your Christmas money on, your holiday money, the things you get from your family to help support the companies out there that have made things for me this year way more fucking bearable. So let's dive into the categories, not the topics. Gotcha this time. We're actually going to do a sponsor here because, you know, that's how I got a hold of all this stuff in 2020, or at least part of it. So our categories for the best of 2020 are accessories, games, podcast and streams, dice, digital content and PDFs. There's a little overlap here, but there are some that I feel are better in print or a game and then others that produce, you know, better PDFs. But Let's dive in and start with accessories. Starting strong with accessories. Accessories are a big part of gaming. It is what makes all of us feel different from one another when we sit down at a table and play games together. And this year, we didn't get to do that this much. I mean, not with COVID going around, not since... I don't know, March, but don't act like we're not getting prepped for when COVID's over and we're going to sit down at a table and be able to show off all the things we have. So in no particular order here, I want to start out with grayed out dice bags. If you don't know him, he sells on Etsy. He's made a custom bag for me. I think I own three. I've bought numerous as gifts. He has one with multiple pockets now, but his dice bags, one, are super durable and they stand up straight. So it's really easy to get your stuff in and out of. I love him. He's a great guy, and his product is kind of next to none. Rook and Raven. So I have my PF2 game I'm running, Athontia Dark Ties, which is my stream, and I needed a way to track this stuff. So I'm using the PF2 sheets from Rook and Raven. I really enjoyed my 5e ones. PF2 ones don't let down either. Most of all my accessories, I think, which I just literally got today, Norse Foundry's new dice box i think it's called chest of holding i got the wenge version i love that it splits in half you can see your dice absolutely gorgeous accessories to put your dice in so that's my top three accessories what are yours call into the show all right let's talk about games there are a lot of games that have come out in the last year and and like i said these aren't all things from this year they're also things that I have just found this year. I want to start off with the one that has made the biggest impact on me. I ran a lot of 5e and I enjoyed it, but I had to go back to my 
my love, my Pathfinder peeps. And after running Patreon for a year um, and running Pathfinder 2E, I really found that I love the system. I know that Cody is uh, kind of put his piece up where he's not going to be playing it anymore. And I feel quite the opposite. I feel like the rules are there to help people and guide them. And we still go outside the boundaries of the, you know, three hit scenario and the action economy and everything that is there. I like it because it gives the players ideas. And I'm just very transparent about being able to do more with Pathfinder 2 other than what's in the book. If you're looking for something that is polished, runs smooth, and gives a lot of options, this is the system for you. Next up, Mothership. I don't know how I did not see this when it first came out. I finally got to play it, and my God, if it's not a fun horror game, really good for one shots up to maybe two or three. I know you can do longer ones. I just haven't yet, but I love the game. I love how their fear mechanic works. It is fantastic. It's small. It's easy to digest and man, doesn't hit you right in the face with the horror elements. Cyberpunk red. I mean, they had their kit that came out their box. I took second place with that with iron GM, but finally their actual book is out. And, uh, I know people are having problems with cyberpunk 2077. I'm not one of them. I enjoy it. I've played Bethesda games, so, you know, those flaws, well, I felt all that shit and fallout. But this book, damn near flawless. I love it. It's 400, I think, 58 pages, something along those lines of absolute amazingness. If you haven't picked it up and you want some cyberpunk in your life, this is that game. I mean, God, dude, I played 2020, and this just makes 2020 go in the rearview mirror. And... I love Cyberpunk Red so much so I got something coming in the new year. Next up, podcasts and streams. This year has probably been the best year of streams and podcasts because of so many people trapped at home because of COVID trying to produce new product. And honestly, I think that might be one of the best things that come out of this year. So let me go through my three favorites right now. First off, I got to give it to my boys, Sean and Brett over at gaming and BS. These guys have been putting out episodes time and time again. And I feel like this is their best year to date through all of it, through thick and thin every week. They've given me something to listen to digest and think about so much so that my community talks about it. And I, I love that they've even moved into doing some of the streaming. They stream their stuff live now on Twitch. When Brett's been out of town, Sean does stuff on his own. It is awesome. They're an amazing group. Follow their Patreon. Check out their podcast. And if nothing else, just give it a listen because they put out great stuff. Mall by Jason Bowman. <laughs> he has turned esports into a combat arena for Pathfinder 2. They finished their first season. It was an absolute riot. I will give no spoilers. It is worth going back and watching all of them. Oh, and the merchandise they put out for it for each one of the teams. Super fucking cool. And the newest to me is Band of Badgers. Uh, they have taken Rise of the Rune Lords and converted it over to second edition. I know I have a couple Pathfinder things in here, but this has been a year of Pathfinder 2 for me. So you're going to hear about it. Great people. I got to be on their Christmas show and dude, they're just, they're just good peeps. And they're putting out a lot of great content for streaming and they have even more coming in the new year. I'll even be guest starring on their show, I think in March. So that's the podcast and streams. I, I'm sure you have stuff you've listened to. So much has come out. I know I can't list it all here. What have you been watching and listening to with everything going on in the world? Call into the show. 
leave a message, and we'll put it on for a follow-up in the new year where we do a big list of the best of. All right, my dice goblins, let's let's talk about dice. In my Discord and EFP, we have a few people who are truly, truly dice fanatics. Sabrina, I'm looking at you, girl. So there's a lot coming out, and so people have been getting their dispelled dice, and they look great. I know there's controversy behind it, and people want to argue about it, but end of the day, the plastic click-clacks that they are putting out are fan-fucking-tastic. If you have not seen them, they're just mesmerizing. Uh, I'm supposed to be getting mine here. Maybe I'll get them tomorrow, but I have a friend who's got them already, and they look great. Norse Foundry and the Chromatic Orbs. So I worked for them right before COVID at two of their shows, uh, PAX East and Gamma, and the orbs are these black um, aircraft-grade aluminum the whole die is black and then the numbers are done in different colors almost like reverse anodizing i love these i want to set we said that there should be one with each one of the colors making a full polyhedral set called the bifrost think it'd be awesome drew you need to do that still and here's a hidden gem there is someone called lady gm she is making origami dice i met her at pax east i picked up her origami boats and they are little pieces of origami art stuffed inside of a full polyhedral set if you've not found them seen them look them up they're sold out all the time but jesus if they are not just amazing pieces they look like they're sailing on water these little orange origami boats i think they did orange and pink uh they have penguins too but those sold out i love their stuff if you ever listen to this lady GM, I would love to get little lanterns made for the show and like black, green, icker, uh, like the tides in the bottom. I think it'd be fantastic, but that's my dice. I, there are so many that came out this year. I, I can't even name them all. I think, I think I have a few more, but maybe I'll share that for the big breakdown. Maybe we'll do that top 10 list or something here. Like I said in the last section, digital digital products this year well let's start with a giant for me dyson logos man his maps have saved my digital ass every time i go to run something for my live stream for my patreon for my shows the man has just got an archive of amazing black and white maps you can see him in some of the stuff for um, uh, D 5e right now but that all this stuff's free uh, I support his Patreon as another cartographer, as a cartographer, and his shit's amazing. If you haven't seen them, just really think about putting the time in on that and, and picking them up. Jason Bowman put out blue tile maps this year on Roll20. They are a whole bunch of different sets out, and they're basically made to be clicked together for dungeons and cities and crypts and build your own. And they're these perfect little tiles and that old school blue, like actual blueprint. His architecture can definitely be seen, like his training, seen in these tiles and how they fit together. They're quite amazing, and the sets are quite compatible as well, which is awesome as someone who runs a plethora of shit uh, jason if you listen to this i would love to see those in other colors i'd like like a brown sepia tone and maybe a black and white as well really cool concept if you're to even push it out further and then i, I think path builder i know that god man i know i'm naming a lot of pf2 stuff off but path builder is one of the best versions of a character creator i've seen 
And honestly, Hero Lab could learn a lot from them. Um, they have a star builder as well, I think is what it's called for Starfinder. Amazing piece, first edition, second edition, and Starfinder. Path Builder is awesome. And I think if you, it's free. And if you upgrade to $4.99, I believe you also get like custom magic items and mounts or PF2. And for those of you who don't have an Android phone, but you do have a PC, download BlueStacks and just go to the Google store and, you know, download it. You won't have to add like Adobe Acrobat or something so you can export your PDF. But fuck me if it's not an amazing way to make characters. I think I made two 15th level characters in less than 13 minutes. 30, Yeah, 13 minutes, I think is what it was total. Just so I could have them for the game. And <laughs> it's outstanding. And the guy updates things really quick. He's usually no more than 30 days behind. So check it out. If you haven't seen those three things, they are amazing. I have other digital things, but I'm only doing three today. So, you know, stay tuned. No crazy bumper this week, everyone. Real simple. Thank you so much. And if you are not following Eric Frankhouse Presents, we do a few things. I have the Patreon where I put out Athantia Dark Tides in a growing Google Doc so you can see how it grows as we do the live show. And if you want to check our live show, go to Twitch, give us a follow at Eric Frankhouse Presents. Every first and third Tuesday of the month, we do our live show at 7.30 p.m. CST, pre-show at 7.10. The following two weeks on those Tuesdays, the second and the fourth Tuesday of the month, we do SideQuest over on YouTube. Give us a follow there as well. Eric Frankhouse presents. We branded the same thing every before to make it nice and easy for you. Okay, this is a big, big category for me, PDFs. So you've all heard me at some point in time, either here on another show, on Cypher Unlimited, on Band of Badgers during the Christmas episode, even when we were interviewing Beetle and Grimm. PDFs need to improve. You, you need to literally raise up what a PDF is if you want me to pay your hefty fucking prices. And if, you, if you're not going to give us a PDF that's really interactable, it needs to have so much content in it to merit the price point you are putting in it. So let's start with one that came from last year, but I really started using it this year. Occult Philosophy for Shadow of the Demon Lord. 800 new spells. Yeah. D&D 5e, when are you going to give that to us? Paizo, I'm looking at you. I want a spell book. How amazing is that? 800 new spells. Occult Philosophy was a fantastic Kickstarter. And like always, Rob Schwab delivers on time and just put out an amazing thing. The PDF, the ability to search it makes it so much better. So I talked about Mothership earlier. They put out an amazing Kickstarter this year as well called Gradient Descent. The layout for this is just, it's just nuts. They did an amazing cartography map where it's uh, almost like a, almost like a transistor layout or a, a, uh, doing a electrician work. Really beautiful piece. 
I, I can't speak high, highly enough about it. The amount of random tables that are in here, and it's only a 64-page adventure, but really you can run it numerous times and get absolutely different endings to this. Check it out. If you've played Mothership, if you're looking for a horror game, fantastic piece. And then I'm bringing, I'm saying Cyberpunk again. I think they may have put out the best hyperlinked version of a RPG game I've seen since Monty Cook Games. Everything is hyperlinked, making your character, the flow is really good. On top of that, even the pictures, when you click them, have a description for what the fuck is going on in them. That's huge. Like, how many times have we went, oh, what, what is this picture for? What, where does this go? Well, they didn't do that. And I'm actually, I'm actually going to give one other tidbit out here. There's a lot of PDFs that have released this year. And I love those three are probably my, my top three. But um, there's a couple hidden gems out there. Uh, Lancer was really good this year as well. If you're looking for a mech game, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna say that if you're looking for amazing PDFs, anything in the Monty Cook Library, they just they kind of cornered the market. I know it's more than three, but their stuff is hyperlinked so well, people can really learn from what they do. So happy new year, happy holidays. This was a short episode, but I wanted to put something out and just kind of get my thoughts out of my head for things that I loved this year. I think I might go in depth. If we get enough call-ins to the show, I will do a new year's, maybe like a top five, top 10 products of the year. I'd like to really dive into this. Maybe I can get a guest on for it. We can do a quick version of our top tens for the new year. But thank you so much for supporting me this year. Supporting EFP, supporting not only the podcast, but the Patreon, and supporting the stream. Authentia Dark Tides is going into episode 9. Between the side quests that are on YouTube and the main show that's on Twitch and replays on YouTube. And then the Merrifield show. We're finally doing a map. We had 100 followers on Twitch and we're doing a map. I, I can't thank you all enough. It has been an amazing year for me creatively. Not being able to leave the house sucks, but creatively it has been something else. So many cool contacts have come out of this, working with Beetle and Grimm, Paizo, Band of Badgers, Norse Foundry, Blue Tile. These, these amazing people in the industry coming together and just helping make the show better than it is. With that said, I have an announcement for the new year. Stay tuned to EFP and Norse Foundry as we team up to put out a new stream on Norse Foundry's Twitch. That's right. We are going to be bringing something special with an amazing cast. If you watched the Band of Badgers Christmas episode, you've already heard a little bit. We're going to be doing Cyberpunk in a two-show format. First show for me is going to be the mission where I build the mission we're going to run with the players. And the second one is seeing how the players are actually going to survive in the live show. We're going to be playing as a group of people that are in a band called Fenrir. We already get custom art getting made for the van that they drive around in. I am so pumped. I can't wait to announce the other cast members. It's, it's going to be an amazing 2021 for streaming and for what I'm doing. Thank you again. Happy 2020. Be safe. Share a bourbon over Zoom with your friends. Play games. And uh, I, will, I will see you all in the new year. 
for even more amazing pieces from Eric Frankhouse Presents. As always, everybody, watch, listen, learn, be a better gamer.